Hey, it's Joe, and welcome to another episode of the Alamo City Sportscast. Today, we're going to be joined by our, our very special guest here to start the show off, the one and only Chris Leha. What do you got to say, Chris? Hey, all I can say is, <laughs> no, but I do say it with some fucking authority, bro. You're going to say it. No, but I mean, that's the one thing that we're talking about. Hold on. Let me turn your volume up a little bit. There you go. So now you all can hear Chris. All right, man. Now, he was telling me before we even came, came on the show today, he was saying, you know, that the Astros now they're in sole possession of the AL West as the Mariners lost uh, to the Reds yesterday. So to the Reds, dude, they helped us out. Yeah, they they lost. It was a it was a tight you know game, but still, Seattle lost, and the Rangers. I mean, the Rangers, the Astros keep winning, and the Rangers keep losing. So I'm not an yeah. I'm not a Rangers fan. I'm just wearing my Texas hat today. I'm not supporting the Rangers. It just goes with my my shirt. So I was like, I'm just gonna put on my Texas hat. I'm not a Rangers <laughs> fan. I'm not a Rangers fan. Nah, no, hombre. No, hombre, dude. Don't, don't let me find out you're a Rangers fan, bro. No, 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 bro. Got, bro. I'm not a Rangers fan, man. They After they uh, did the Astros dirty during that uh, hurricane. The hurricane? They, yeah, dude, I lost all respect for them, bro. Yeah, bro. I, I get it. We, we talk shit, bro. We talk shit to, to Houston and everybody. But when it's your fellow Texan, bro, you got you to gotta support each other, man. But yeah, dude, ah, man, 14 more runs last night. I'm, I'm thinking maybe they go for like 15 or 16 tonight, bro. And, Dude, and if, if that if that happens, bro, no hombre, Ranger fans are gonna go into hiding even more, bro. Last this night, that John Dwyer. Hey, John Dwyer, where you at, bro? Don't get put up into Rangers. And <laughs> and a couple of months ago, they were all like, "Oh, we we run the AOS. We're gonna take it. We're gonna take it." No hombre, you you, you no, had it for a minute and you lost it, bro. No, you but you already it. knew con la pinche Rangers, dude. No valen a la verga. No valen verga, dude. Dude, they just choke it away, dude. I, Every I just, time. Every time, bro, they get, they get your hopes up, you know, it's, hey, it's kind of like the Cowboys, bro. It's they get real. your hopes up, and then at the very end, they just drop the ball, dude. No lies detected, bro. No lies detected on that one. But the Astros got an ass. They they beat that ass yesterday against the Rangers, 14-1. to 1. I'm For like, real, damn, dude. dude. And then I'm looking, okay, you know, the AL West, Astros are in sole possession of, of the AL West in first place by, you know, yep. they're followed closely by the Seattle Mariners. Uh, they're up about maybe two games on the Mariners right now. And then I'm looking at the wild card standings. The wild card standings now, forget about it, man. You have your division leaders, which are in the AL, the AL uh, division leaders. It's going to be Baltimore, Houston, and Minnesota. And then for yeah. the AL wild card, you have Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Rays, followed closely by Seattle and then Toronto. Texas, the Rangers, they ain't even in the race anymore. They're on the outside looking in, dude. Well, they what? They're half a game behind the the, the Blue Jays at this point. Yeah, yeah, so, they're they're I behind mean, the Toronto Blue Jays. They better hope Altuve doesn't get hot again tonight, dude. And, and dude. maybe they have a chance of winning the game because then that boy Altuve is, is, has two games, man. Dude, Altuve went off, bro. He had four home runs at five at bats, dude. That bat was hot, smoking hot. For real, I'm I'm glad uh I'm glad uh Jordan got hot at the very end and got that that two run homer too. Right at the end of the game, because man, I was getting a little worried about him when when he took that fall the other day. Yeah, uh, dude, it looked kind of nasty, but he's still looking good. He's looking sharp now. Now all I need is for 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 King Tucker to show up and, and get a couple home homers tonight, bro. And and I'm telling you, man, if the Astros keep this up, shit, dude, they better watch out. Everybody better watch out because they're getting hot at the right moment, dude. At the right moment. Yeah. So the thing is, today you're gonna have, uh, let's say two ex-teammates going at each other. So you yeah. have, let's see who's going to be taking the mound today. You have Justin Verlander versus Max Scherzer. So that's going to be yeah. interesting there. You know, let's yeah, see. And, and they've both been good since they, they, they both switched, you know, uh, last month. You yeah. Know, they've both been doing good for their teams. So it's going to be a good, it's gonna be a good, good game, man, uh, pitching-wise for sure. But we'll, we'll see what happens, man. That's going to be another so, tightly – uh, hopefully not. It's it's going to be a closer uh, game, you know, with two good, you know, pitchers taking the mound there. Uh, but we'll yeah. see, man, because, I mean, the Astros, the Astros bats are catching fire at the right time, man. And they just been walloping <laughs> the Rangers since yeah. Monday, dude. This is going to be the last game of the three game series. And I yep. mean, if it if it holds up to 
what's been going on already. It's probably going to be another ass whooping. You never know, though. Maybe it'll be a more tightly contested contest. You never know, man. Look, the game on the game on Monday, it was it was close for a while, you know, for a while. And then <laughs> and then, you know, in, in the seventh inning, it was a wrap for, for the Rangers. But, you know, I, I wanted to be a little more competitive, man, to be honest. But at the same time, fuck the Rangers, bro. But <laughs> let's see, the, the Mariners and the Reds play at 540. So hopefully, hopefully by the time the, the Astros start, we'll see. We'll see if we're going to get another game up on on them too yeah the astros uh, the the astros and the rangers game is slated for 705 today yeah and i think the mariners and the reds play at 540 so it'll be it'll be good to see you know how that game goes and then you know then the astros can get a little bit you know hopefully they don't get too comfortable and and lose this game but you know at the at the rate they're going shit i don't know man 14 runs last night 13 runs on monday they might go for 15 a day they might go for more who knows yeah, it says Tim Gonzalez. It says, he says, Christopher Leha will be the first person to visit CT's food truck. <laughs> <laughs> the, what was she going to call it again? The Puro Pinche Wiener. Puro Pinche Wiener. <laughs> yep. That's what she All wants right. to call it. Oh, and Jacob Eric, he's saying, bang, bang. That's right. That's right. Hey, I'm telling you, dude, I, I, when I was watching the game last night, I was texting my brothers and, uh, they were like, dude, what the hell? And I'm like, look, man, if I do hit another home run and he goes for four today, they might drug test him after the game because that boy was fucking hitting hard. Hey, man, doesn't somebody owe you some beer? Huh? Doesn't somebody owe you a case of beer, my boy, Rudy? No, no, no. That's for uh, Saturday for the Bama-Texas game. Yeah, okay, okay. We there got, you go. We got, a, we, got a, we got a case of beer on that one. So, you know, I'm not – I'm not uh, – Everybody's worried about Bama. They're, they're thinking they're not going to be as hot. I was listening to the radio earlier, and they're like, oh, you know, Texas has a good chance. I don't know, bro. I don't know. You're playing in Tuscaloosa, man. That, that environment is not easy to win in, so we'll it's see. Not. Hey, but let me give a quick shout-out here to my boy. He was uh, texting me over here before the show started. I was like, my boy Fernandez, brother. That boy gets everywhere, man. He's over here taking pictures with freaking Shea Serrano yesterday, bro. <laughs> El primo, dude. El, El primo out on the town. Shout out to Shea and shout out to my boy Fernandez, dude. He's meeting celebrities. Not only is he meeting uh, Spurs players, he's meeting celebrities out on the streets of San Antonio. Hey, San Antonio. That San Antonio royalty right there, dude. Yeah. Him and, and, uh, and Primo. And Shea. Shea, dude. Yeah, yeah. Shea Serrano. Sound like nombre. It's Fernandez. Shout out to he my boy, man. Bro. The number one nephew on San Antonio. <laughs> For real. Hey, I don't know, man. He may just might give him a, give oh, him a, a little bit of a fight. Bro. Dude. <laughs> no, man. You know what? We're going to get into that talk right now, man. But for real, if no mames, if you look it up in the dictionary, you're going to see a picture of Jimenez, dude. <laughs> Not even playing, bro. No mames or my mamon, bro? No, the, probably both. Probably both. My boy is wild as hell, man. I mean, I can't. Ten vision. <laughs> I was like, "What is what is my boy on, man? He's he's out there, dude. Like, damn, I can't, I can't believe some life, of this. Man. I can't believe it, man. Some of the stuff that comes out of my boy's mouth, man. I'm just like, hey. no, hombre. And the and the memes, dude. The memes, pinche uh, Bear County. The one that he made, the Photoshop he made of him. Oh, mama's bro, had me cracking up, dude. Oh, that dude Swiss, he goes, and if Chief, if Chief Wiggum was Hispanic, bro, hombre, dude, he had me cracking. Oh, look, here it is. So this is Mike, man. Yesterday he says, I've always had excellent vision. 2010. He goes, one time I had an eye exam, and the doc asked, what was the smallest print I could I could read? I was, and I said, copyright 2005, Madison, Wisconsin. Doc looked at the wall and freaked out. But recently, small type, type up close has been giving me issues. No, mom is Mike. You don't have 2010 vision, bro. A 2010 vision, and he has a 100 mile per hour surge. Bro. No, mom is with that, dude. I almost had to fall out my seat when he said that one, dude. Yesterday, he was like, I don't know how, I don't know how I saw it, but it was in the chat. And then he says, oh, uh. Back in the day, it's always back in the day. Back in the yeah. day, I had game. Back in the day, I had a hundred mile hour serve, you know, when he was playing tennis. 
and no, uh, I think it was uh, Minix was like, he goes, Minix doesn't believe me, bro. I think all of us don't believe you. <laughs> he's like that one Theo, bro. He's or who was it? He's Uncle Rico. He just be sitting there talking, reminiscing about the old days, bro. Talking about, oh man, back in the day, back in the day. Remember to get back in the day, kid, now, bro. Next thing you know, he's gonna tell us he runs a four two forty. No, but Oh man, I gotta show this, man. This is the one. Let me go back here and try to share this screenshot, dude. I don't know who comes up with these things, man, but they had me freaking rolling on the ground laughing, dude. Like these things that they come up with, the memes and all the funny, all the funny dude. memes and everything that they do with, with Jimenez, dude. This is the one, man. Look at the way y'all, man, I don't even know where y'all get these videos from, bro. Y'all burning my boy good here. And look at hey, this dude, one. He, he provides the content. The Chief Wiggum. <laughs> there yeah. it is, the Chief Wiggum. No mamas, dude. He oh, says, y'all dudes cold. Dude. Anytime hit Jimenez gets mentioned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all uh, a good fun, man. It's all love, man. Jimenez knows it's all love, man. But yeah. hey, I'll tell you what. If an outsider tries to come and talk shit to our boy and tries to come at him, oh, they're going to fuck around and find out, dude. We, we protect our own. We, we come and we protect our own, too. <laughs> we shit. do, man. He's a he's a friend of mine, dude. So we just we just give him shit, but we like making fun of him. But man, he's he, he knows what he's doing, dude. I think he does stuff like this on purpose just to stir the pot, man, oh, and just yeah, sit dude, back and laugh. To. Just sit back and laugh. He's like, man, look at these guys, man. I got him going again, you know. He enjoys it, man. He enjoys the share of it. Yeah. So what are your predictions here with the Astros, man? <clears throat> now that they're in sole possession of the AL West, do you think they're going to hold on to that? And just go ahead and clinch the division here. Let me see. I'm gonna see what what look at the the calendar. See what we got left. We got the Padres next. We got three games stand against the Padres. I'm not I'm not one bit worried about them or the Athletic A, dude. So man, the see the the Orioles coming up, and then we and then we close out the season and get the Mariners. So those two series there are gonna be the important ones, man. I think if the if the Ranger if the Rangers you know Play like they've been playing or been pitching like they've been pitching the last two games. We went tonight and they go ahead and sweep the Padres too, man, and maybe get, you know, two out of three against the Athletics. I don't know, man. I think they, they hold on to the AOS, you know, and if they keep going the way they're going, the bat gets hot and the pitching stays the way it is, dude, because Pinche uh, Valdez last night, dude, he was he was throwing some heat, bro, throwing some heat. So uh, the way I see it, man, I think, you know, uh, they could potentially, you know, take the AOS straight up and, I don't know, dude. They better everybody better watch out, dude, because when they get hot, they get going. And I don't know, man. I'm, I'm hoping for a back-to-back World Series. I'll tell you what. Yeah, <laughs> Mike Baez, Bear County Social Peril. He's it's all in fun, and Jimenez is a good sport about it. Oh, and then yeah, Tim Gonzalez puts that picture of Jimenez with the tiger reminds me of of the old school wrestler from the Midnight Express. He forgot his name. That one was my favorite one so far, man. That guy's Swiss. Dude. Dude, Swiss, Swiss kills it with the memes, man. Him and him and Bias, dude, they're fucking the meme kings, bro. The meme kings. Yeah, that one though with the with Mike as a as a uh, Mike Exotic, like Joe Exotic from from the yeah. Tiger, the Tiger Show. Was it Tiger King or something like that? That one was yeah, my favorite. No. What the hell is the name of that show? Tiger King. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was a Mike. Oh, yeah, that dude. one was my favorite so far with Mike, dude. I'm like, dude, this guy. He's freaking killing me, man. He's killing me with those memes. Yeah, so oh. I look. I went back again to look at the rest of the games and, and everything. Dude, man, the only two hard series we have left are the Mariners and the Orioles, and that's it, dude. Yeah, we got a friend here, Coach Gio. He says, I went to the Mariners game last night. I'm worried about the pitching as it's been going south lately. Hey, man, your, your Mariners and their pitching has been going south. And then you have the Rangers and their bullpen's been going south as well, dude. It's yes. been horrid, man. That's probably their biggest problem there, you know? Yeah. It, they, you know, the, the Mariners are getting a little cold there, and the Rangers have gotten cold, and the Astros are heating up. The Astros so, are heating up. You, dude, everybody better be careful because next thing you know, man, they, 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 they lock in the AOS, and nobody, that's it, bro. That's it. If they lack in that AL West, what's going to happen is that the the Mariners are going to, if they go ahead and get that wild card uh, spot there, they're going to have a harder, you know, trajectory when it time. comes to yeah. uh, the MLB postseason, when it comes to that playoff 
uh, coming up here in, in October. Uh, so hopefully they can get their things together. Maybe this will be a little bit more hotly contested as things start to wind down here. But it looks like the Astros are heating up at the right time, man. And you being yeah. one of the biggest Astros fans that I know, it's your time to shine here, you know? For real, dude. Hey, 20, 21 games left right now. 21, 22 games. And out of those 22, man, I'm telling you, 60 of them might be, you know, difficult. The other, shit. It might be it might be a wrap for for the Rangers and and the Mariners at this point, man. I think oh. the Astros are going to go ahead and like I said, they're heating up at the right time. So, look at this. Tim Gonzalez says Leja will be at Don Pedro with Mo when Moneybag shows up. Hey, Moneybags better invite me out to eat, man. Shoot, he's better be paying for all of us, bro. He better, I better not hear no excuse about. Oh no, I ain't got no money. I know no. that boy. I know that. I know that guy got money. Yeah, you know, when you're ordering when you're ordering steaks from Uber Eats, man, you you got a little bit of coin. On the, the only silver thing I can order, the, the only thing I can order from Uber Eats is maybe a hot and spicy from McDonald's. That's it, bro. I ain't got <laughs> money like him. <laughs> you know what, man? Let's look at this, too, man. This is one thing that I saw the other day, and I forgot about it, and I'm going to go ahead and mention it now. I was This came up on Twitter, right? And Manu Ginobili, dude, he's like, of all things, right? Manu Ginobili, he says, saw this yesterday. This was a couple of days ago. He saw this yesterday in his neighborhood. Hairless Coyote, weird-looking one for sure. And people are saying, it's in a chupacabra. Shit, I would have shot it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the freezer. Look at how small that thing it. is, though, man. It kind of looks, I don't know if it's a, a coyote. It kind of looks almost like a fox that has mange or something, dude. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird-looking critter, I'll tell you what. It's a weird-looking thing. With no hair, dude. So I'm like, I don't know what it is, man, but stay you safe know, out there, Manu. Don't let it bite you, dude. Yeah. You don't want to go through the rabies shots again. No, but dude, he probably smacked like he smacked some dads too. <laughs> That's what I'm open saying. Hand, open hand slap, bro. Get out of here. He doesn't <laughs> want to go get those rabies shots anymore, man. But I'm just yeah. like, damn. You know, I, I don't know what it was, but if you came across something like that, you know, in, in your neighborhood, you say, hey, Chris, what was that thing? What was that dog's name? Dead. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> shoot, shoot first, ask questions later, yeah, dude. I don't know what don't it was, some... man, but it, to get, yeah. it got gone. <laughs> Yeah, and since, it's on. I, since I have you on right now, might as well go ahead and play your ad for MCS General Contracting. MCS General Contracting, more than 30 years of combined experience and concrete placement. They are the best in the business. Honest pricing, high quality work. They get going on house foundations, driveways, concrete patio decks. If you want to extend the deck, extend the driveway. If you're a business and you need to put together a slab, a parking lot or other concrete placement services or sidewalks. Reach out to MCS General Contracting at 210-774-9155. They're confident in their skills, so give Chris Leha over at MCS General Contracting a call at 210-774-9155. And thank you for being a sponsor of this show. There you go. Make sure you do a call on my boy over here, MCS General Contracting. Call up Chris Leha at 210-774-9155. And like he always says, they have the hardest concrete in the business, right, brother? That's right. Hey, dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even know who started with that that joke, man. <laughs> I I don't know if it was Jimenez or, or I think it was else. me and Jimenez because we were talking I, about that one time. And Jimenez is again his horny level is already at a thousand, and he was mentioning yeah. Viagra, and I'm like, bro, just break it up in like a powder and pour it like that, <laughs> like the Salt Bay on the concrete, <laughs> and it's at the hardest concrete in the business, and it just stuck from there. It just stuck, and now people people give me crap. They're like, ah, bro, why do you always always gonna say that?" And I'm like, "Hey, the people love to hear it, dude. You know, <laughs> the people love to hear it. Got the hardest hardest decks in the game, bro. The biggest and the hardest." There you go. No mamas, dude. So, what else you want to talk about, man? This is your your time to shine. You know what? Why don't we start getting into some of this NFL talk real quick? Because we're on the eve of the NFL season oh. kicking off, and this is one of the funny things that I saw. Earlier today, so you know how you have the four-letter networks like ESPN, you have Fox Sports. They're always spending their their you know their little excerpts that they get from coaches yeah. out there, and they talk about it. Well, Sean Payton had this to say, I believe it was yesterday uh, during practice, and well after practice, and he I guess one of the the people from the media asked him a question, and I think it was C Seth Wickersham, and he said. 
he was talking about Russell Wilson. And this was Sean Payton's response to the question. He said, will you effing stop kissing all the babies? You're not running for public office. That's what they were when he was asked about what he thought about uh, Russell Wilson. You know, this is what he had to say <laughs> about that. Because he seems like, you know, as a coach coming in, he wants to get the best out of his players. And it just seems like yeah. Russell's more, yeah, I guess, engaged. And in, in, uh, he's more concentrated on running Russell Wilson, Inc., you know, incorporated versus actually going out there and playing football. So it yeah. looks like Sean Payton's like, he, he's he's not playing, dude. He's like, dude, get your ass he, out there and play ball, boy. He's trying to get that shit, trying to turn that team around, dude. I dude, mean, it was a hot mess. Dude, the, 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 the Broncos giving him that extension last year before the season even started, fucking terrible mistake, dude. Just a terrible mistake, man. And then for him, the way he played, oh, God, just fucking terrible. But uh, I'm hoping, you know, I mean, Sean Payton's my guy, dude. You know, he was with the Saints. For, for as long as he was and, you know, help, help us go to the Super Bowl and win it, you know. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be watching some Broncos games just to see how, how – just to see what Sean Payne does with that team, man. See if he can turn it around and get Russell Wilson in order again. I don't but, know if it's going to be a, like a miraculous turnaround. I think that it's going to be a no. work in progress, and I think they can get better. Russell will probably play a little bit better, but I think his yeah. best years are behind him. You know, it looks like he had a steep decline already when he was over there with uh, Seattle. And I think that's yeah. one of the reasons they went ahead and just pulled the trigger on a trade. Russell was kind of asking to be traded. He wasn't happy there. And I think the coach yeah. saw the writing on the wall. Hey, man, it's time to get rid of this guy because his production is declining. And you've already seen that last season. He had one of the worst quarterback ratings of his entire career, along with the fewest thrown uh, touchdowns that he's ever had. So his production Ooh. is just not where it should be. Uh, for a starting QB, you know, especially one that, you know, of, of the caliber of, of Russell Wilson, you know, so yeah. it, it goes to show you that, yes, uh, the player, you know, when they have the opportunity to shine, they can go ahead and do that. But I think coaching and the personnel that's around you as far as, far as your offensive line and the weapons have a lot to yeah. do with your actual production on the field. And I think that him moving to Denver was just not good for his career, but we're going to see. All. We're going to see if Sean Payton can kind of right the ship and turn things around. And let's see if Russell will have a better season. But I mean, it can't get worse than last, right, Chris? Yeah, it can't. And in Seattle, man, they, they fucking won that trade. Oh, you know, bro, did they? By a mile. I mean, I don't know if they, I don't know if Pete Carroll really saw, hey, you know, Russell's not going to be who, who he was. And that's why he was like, I right, be gone. But the trade they made, the players they got, the picks they got, you know. And then Geno Smith, dude, last year, you know, didn't get the love that he, he deserved. But, man, that dude was balling last year. And, I, and I'm, I'm kind of excited to see kind of excited to see what Geno does this year, man. And uh, I think I picked up on one of my leads. I picked up uh, Tyler Lockett as, a, as like a third or fourth string uh, receiver, man, because I think Geno Smith's going to be, you know, going to be good again this year. He's going to. He might, he might elevate even more than, than last, but yeah, yeah, dude. Pinch Russell Wilson, bro. I think I picked just up. Go home. I'm like, just go home to Sierra, bro, and, and 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 make fun of future or something, dude. You, it might be time yeah. for you to call it a career, dude. Jeez, I, out, I think I, I picked sad. up Gino during our best ball uh fantasy draft. Oh, yeah, yeah, I picked him up as a QB. He was on the board, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and pick him up. Then I started making my focus on uh wide receivers and then kind of dialing back yeah. and going for. For running backs, you know, running backs are running backs, bro. So I try to get yeah. the best available. Let's put it like that. But man, the wide receivers, tight ends, those were going quick, bro. Dude, tell me why. Uh, I helped out my one of my brother in laws with his draft. I was helping them do it, and he's off. Hey, man, if 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 Kelsey's there with with my seventh pick, oh, I'm gonna get him. Man. I'm gonna get him. And so I'm going. No, bro, just just wait. Just wait. Get get a receiver. Get a running back. You know, a top running back, a top receiver first. And then get Kelsey if he's available in the second round. He goes, no, no, I'm numbered, bro. I'm going to get him in the first. He's a big Chiefs fan. Oh. And, uh, so he picked him up. And then, dude, when the news broke yesterday, uh, Kelsey hyperextending his knee, I sent it to him, bro. He started – he was like, I'm going to cry, bro. He's like, I think I'm going to throw up. I think I'm going to throw up and I'm going to cry. He goes, dude, what the hell? I'm like, bro. I was like, I told you not to fucking get him, but especially that early, you know, because you lost out on, on, on getting a, a better receiver or a running back, you know. Pero, and then he was drafting – and you know everybody was getting Justin Jefferson number one overall, right? I think I think for about everybody's league that I saw that they posted, Justin Jefferson went number one overall. 
And I'm like, why does nobody pick up El Pinche Primo Kirk Cousins, bro? Nobody picked him up. <laughs> I, they, think, they, they, I think I had a look at him, dude. I almost, almost like it was between I, him and I, Deck. I got him on 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 uh, on the draft that I did this past Sunday. I think I, I didn't draft a quarterback until the tenth round, and uh, everybody else is drafting quarterbacks in the. Uh, I saw Mahomes go in the first round, and then it was Fields, Hurts, and Pinche Herbert went in the second round. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, number to do, y'all are y'all are missing out on 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 getting y'all's fucking running backs and receivers. And then I was in the tenth round, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get Kirk Cousins because if Justin Jefferson is the, the number one overall uh, fantasy draft player, who the hell's throwing him the ball? Fucking Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. I, I mean, to me at least, it made some sense. I was like, you know what? I'll get Kirk. And I think I got who did who else did I get? I got Jared Goff as my as my my second quarterback. But number dude, uh, when that Kelsey news broke, like I said, I was like, shit, dude, that sucks, man. Because I saw a lot of guys get him in the first round. And I'm no, like, they're look crying. at what they're saying already in the chat. Tim Gonzalez, money bags better let Leha, let Leha and everyone in his private suite at the Alamo Dome this <laughs> Saturday for the UTSA game. Hey, they're opening up the the top the three hundreds, bro. The three hundreds. Dude, I haven't gotten a ticket yet, but now I'm kind of like, you know what? I might I might want to cop me a couple tickets and go bro, to this game on Saturday. It's dude. it's like this, man. If you haven't gotten a ticket already, just go to the tailgate. <laughs> hey Chris, I gotta let you go, man. I'll, I'll get you right yeah, back man. on, man, because I got Jeff on the line. All right, all right, brother. All right, good brother. Later. Later. Hey Jeff, you're live with us right now. How's it going? You hear us, Jeff? Jeff, you on the line? Shocker, tech issues. No, no. <laughs> Shocker. Hey, but thanks for joining us, Jeff. I know it was uh, kind of a, a stretch for you to join us because you're not feeling 100, kind of under the weather a little bit, battling through a yeah. cold. So yeah, appreciate yeah. you, man. I got sick, man. It did, it did take a lot for me to get sick, and I got whacked again, man. So this, this is, I'm just coming out of it. I think by tomorrow, hopefully by the weekend, I'll be all right. You got to take some vitamin C, man, or take a shot of tequila straight. That'll cure, That'll cure you. Is that really true? It is, bro. I'm not lying. Put a little bit of lemon in that tequila, you know, like a shot, dude. Like, you'll be good. Dude, the last thing I need to do to you is get drunk at work. No, like, just a shot. A shot will, it, it helps open up everything again, you know, like your sinuses. and It's like, it's like Super Vicks. It's Super Vicks. That's right. Super Vicks. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, man, but uh, before we go ahead and, and start getting into this, let's go ahead and play the, the ad read here. For Los, man, I've been waiting to go ahead and get this going for you. But yeah, I want to go ahead it. and also, when you come back, I'm going to play your intro, too. So I got to make sure I get that right. All right. Locked on Spurs is your daily Spurs podcast hosted by Jeff Garcia, the lead Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Jeff has a healthy plethora of guests all the time on the Locked on Spurs podcast. You can also follow Jeff on threads at Jeff G. Ken's 5 SA. You can also follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. So make sure you go ahead and give Jeff a follow, not only on threads and Twitter, but also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash at Locked on Spurs. This is where you're going to be able to find the replay of the Locked on Spurs podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share. Yeah, so make sure you go ahead and give Jeff a follow at Jeff G Spurs Zone on Twitter. And like always, make sure you subscribe to the Locked on Spurs YouTube channel where you can go ahead and catch the replays and the latest videos that Jeff has coming out for Locked On Spurs. So, Jeff, as we start coming in here and, and introducing you, I got to play your intro. All right, let's do it. Uh, that's not the right intro. Hold on. I got to kind of bring it back up to the top there. Hopefully now it'll come up. There you are. So, Jeff, what do you got yep. for us, man, today? Because I know that you just recorded a new episode of the Locked on Spurs podcast with a special guest. You know, before we do that, we played that intro on Locked on Spurs the last time you were on. And then YouTube decided to kill us audio. And they replaced it with some, like, grade school song. I guess is the best way to describe it as. Oh, wow. 
people were like uh saying like hey uh yeah what's that song you're on a plane in the middle of the show so basically the the song leaked over so like for a so whole segment joe and i are being drowned out by a uh, a lullaby because youtube heard that audio on joe's thing there and then replaced it so, oh i do have the license you know you can just go ahead and tell them you have a license uh, to go ahead and use this and i'll give you the details so we can go ahead and fix that yeah 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 i'd love to play it again i just i, I want to run into that situation again but no we got a lot of stuff going on right now with locked on sports today is alamo city's podcast very own rudy compost it's out already on the youtube page it'll be promoted shortly uh we're talking about is it time is it time joe to give credit where credit is due and give a pat in the back to brian wright i think it is joe you think so yep i don't know man i i think that he's done a really good job you know and i think that this there's still some spurs fans that might feel a certain way about him because you know when that primo news broke it just didn't put him in a good light but once that everything settled down and everything calmed down again you know and all the you know the good uh let's say uh picks that he's gotten for the team with some of these savvy moves you know and solidifying this team's future you cannot doubt that he is one of the better uh gms that we have right now you know in the yeah league. yeah yeah but you look at just the rebuild yeah the position the spurs are in right now in the rebuild they're coming out of it but they're still in it as thanks to largely to him it is trading john to, to atlanta for the picks Derek to boston for the picks Bryn Forbes to Denver for a second round picks. You know, the deal with Toronto with Bad Young and Eubanks for picks. I mean, they got a first round draft pick out of that. I can't believe we got picks for, for Bryn Forbes, man. I mean, I, I was mean, never high on the guy. Round pick. I mean, second round picks when yeah. they weren't first. But the point is, is that I think a lot of credit needs to be given to him. And the, the big whiff he's only had so far is the primo thing. But outside of that, not really much you know there were questions whether or not sohan was the pick at number nine seems to be the smart choice there were a lot of sexy names and still on the board uh during the sohan draft but it looks like it's paying out now he hits a home run with and gets a lot of luck with Wimby. even if he's not here tomorrow Joe, let's just say they fire him yeah he still put the position put the spurs in a position to be major players moving forward on the off season all-star break I'm sorry, the, uh, the trade deadline, excuse me. Uh, wheeling and dealing, picking up free agents. So you got to give credit where credit's due. Hey, man, so we got a request here, Jeff, on the picture that I'm putting up of you. Let me see. Tim Gonzalez says, where's the private jet at, Joe Garcia? I got to put the jet in the back. They've been asking for it. It, 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 it won't fit there so because it doesn't exist. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in there. I'm going to make it, you know, where it's kind of flying behind you. You can put it like a, a Hot Wheels. Like a Hot Wheels thing, or maybe I can remove the background and put like a, you and your private hangar. You know, hey, that that background is San Antonio history right there, man. That's my old home, <laughs> the old former news uh, four. Yeah, downtown San Antonio. That's what it used to look like inside. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, but you know, I think Brian Wright's done a really good job, as you said. You know, solidified San Antonio's future with all these picks, and you know, just making moves that were were hard. You know, to to come by as far as you being, you know, us being Spurs fans and, you know, you being able to cover it for the media, you know, and the outside looking mm -hmm. in, you kind of knew that, you know, hey, these were moves that should be done to go ahead and move the team in, into a, a, a better, uh, I guess, uh, direction to be more competitive for the years to come. And, yeah. you know, once Brian Wright started making those moves, you know, a lot of people in the media, including yourself, were like, these are moves that need to be done, you know, and they're the right moves to make. So it like my, 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 my friends like to say, if it ain't wrong, if it ain't right, I don't want it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and um, you know, he, he's, he's, he's got to give credit where credit's due. You know, you remember everyone like, does he even exist? Does he never come out of his, his office? Like, does he even, is he even real? Well, he's been up front and then front and center, you know, yeah. after the draft, after, um, you know, at the press conference with Wimby, uh, and, and I'm pretty sure he'll still be active moving forward. But yes, yeah, so we talk about with uh, Rudy Campos, and we also dive into some Kelvin Johnson talk because the season is right around the corner, Joe. I cannot believe that. Yeah, and you also had another episode that came out, and it was uh, in relation to will the big three ever get statues? And that featured our boy here, Michael Jimenez. 
he managed made his return to lockdown Spurs after a hiatus. And here he said he said the big three won't get a, a statue first. He said the the first statues if it ever goes down that road should be Pop and Robinson. I said it should be Robinson and Gervin. Uh, those should get the first ones. I don't think Robinson will do it for religious reasons, but Gervin for sure, especially because he got already a college uh, a statue for his time at Eastern Michigan University. Yeah. So he was down for that. I'm pretty sure he would down to be getting one in his honor. But I also think this too, even if the Spurs don't go that route and if they do move downtown, maybe they don't go the route of statues. Maybe they just go the route of mural, like a big, massive mural. Like if they ever do relocate to downtown, I can see that kind of like a happy middle. Cause that's what San Antonio does. They get all of our murals, um, you know, whether it be a Wimby or, or the one in that Rudy seafood place in the South side, and it's all about murals. So maybe that could be a happy middle. If the Spurs never go to statues, Joe. Yeah. I, you know, the thing is with the statues, I think it's overdue. I think they should have some statues of some of the San Antonio greats, but, I just don't think that we'll ever see that happen in the capacity of them putting it out in front of the arena. You yeah, know, that's what I said. Maybe a happy middle would be a big mural. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing that I'm getting at. You know, like when you look inside the arena, you see a lot of murals, artwork. You know, from local artists here in San Antonio. So maybe they might, you know, kind of find a healthy medium somewhere in between. Maybe kind of have it almost like kind of 3D a little bit, where it pops out a little bit, kind of like almost like a sculpture, but a mural. Give it a little bit of a 3D effect. I think that would be a good in between, you know. And they could, they have a lot of local artists that could do something like that, and and really give it a San Antonio flavor, you know, at yeah. that. So I would love to see that. I know that would go over great with the fans, you know, kind of almost like a like a Ring of Honor kind of thing, you know, where you have some of the memorabilia, you know, maybe put on put out and display some of the the jerseys and some of the shoes and you know things of that nature that various players have worn maybe in, in an all-star game or like George Gervin back in the day, an ABA yeah. jersey, the ball, something like that, you know, from from the Spurs uh, early days, early years, you know, up until they became the San Antonio Spurs and, and then beyond, you know, with David Robinson, with Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, you know, some of the other greats as well. Okay. It would be good to see some of that, almost like a little museum. You kind of walk around the concourse and see these things kind of spread out all around. It would give people, the fans especially, a uh, reason to go out and venture and take a look at the other parts of the arena. You know, I think that would be really cool, man. Yeah, for sure. And and look, they do have that little area in the 18th, I'm sorry, the cross center for all the um the trophies and whatnot. Yeah. But I, if they're gonna go, if they're not gonna go the statue route, then maybe just take a page out of the basketball hall of fame, you know, doing in that kind of style. Yeah. You know, with wings, like this is the Manu wing, this is the Timmy Robinson wing. wing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this is the Tony Parker wing. Something like that. Yeah, that would but, be cool. But you look at the NBA, I mean, what, what teams have statues? The Lakers, they got some for Kobe. Well, going to be one for Kobe, and they had one for Shaq, and you know, Jordan with the Bulls. But here's the thing, too. Manu already has a statue. He has a statue in his honor in Argentina. There's uh -huh. one of him in his Argentinian jersey. And I think he's, like, near the ocean. So uh, he already has one, but he does not one with him in his Spurs uniform. But I don't know. I don't, I, 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 we can see if the Spurs ever do that. But I, I think they'll, they'll do it. They'll do it in the new arena. Yeah, maybe. maybe. You know, maybe somewhere at the practice facility. You know, they could do something like an outdoor wing because they have like a a park that they're going to put out. Maybe they could do something. You know, with the park to kind of showcase. You know, either have a bench or an area or wing something named after the players. But Chris Gonzalez brings up something. He says a monument park uh, for the Spurs. Hey, there you go. You know. Kind of like maybe put it inside Hemisphere a Park or what? No, like at the practice facility, they're going to actually have a park uh, that they're that's going to be part of of the facilities on the grounds. You know, mm -hmm. it's going to be open to the public. So I think if they, like you said, they do a monument park out there for the Spurs, you know, commemorating, you know, some of the players, that would be cool. Maybe not statues, but they could do something else like plaquettes or something, you know, like mm -hmm. they're made, you know, where you can go ahead and put them in certain areas where they have like little gardens or flowers or something. You know, be like, hey, this is the Manu Ginobili, you know, area or whatever, like you were saying with the arena, yeah. but do it as a park setting. That would be cool, too. Um, I was going to ask you something. I saw something here and full disclosure here, something I, I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw that Malachi Branham 
he did some time uh, getting ready for the for the upcoming season over in Spain with some of the other NBA players. Uh, do you know about that, Jeff? I, I kind of read it a little bit. No, no, I don't know anything about that. But I mean, you know, no, 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 no big shocker there. I mean, that's what all the players are doing. You know, you yeah. have uh, Keldon doing his thing. You have Zach Collins. I believe he was in Las Vegas or is in Las Vegas getting ready for the new season. Uh, so, I mean, uh, Wimby is taking time off uh, from the court to you know, recuperate from a long summer. So, no, I mean, there's no, uh, you know, as far as Malachi, you know, doing his thing in Spain, you know, that's, yeah, it's part of the course for all these NBA players. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and here's the thing, too, is that, uh, you, you know, you would hope, you know, they understand what the assignment is, the new assignment is this new season. Uh, it went from tanking to getting better. I think at this point, I think I wanted to see them focusing more on the mental side of things because yeah. this is all them now. You know, now you got Wimby, Kay, uh, Keldon, and Devin, and Malachi. Y'all got, uh, you're, you're not going to be looked upon to carry the burden as much anymore. It's probably going to be Wimby. Yeah. So I want to see if they're mentally ready for the new challenge ahead. Yeah, it looks like when he was working out there, it's like a, some type of a camp that the NBA puts out, you know, for, for the players. And they're able mm -hmm. to go out there to Spain, you know, in various places around the world where they can go ahead and get away from everybody, kind of really gear into working on themselves for the upcoming season. And they get to work out with their trainers and they get to work out alongside some of the other NBA players as well. So they kind of form a little brotherhood friendship there, which is really cool, you know, to see. But one of the things that Malachi Branham said when he was out there working out, he says, I don't want to be the same player I was last year. He says, I want to know there is more room to improve. And that's something you want to hear from one of your younger players, you know, that they're always wanting to work on their game. They're, they know that there's room for them to improve and they're already starting to work on it. And he started working on it right after uh, Summer League, you know, right after Summer League was over. He got on the plane. He had never been, you know, out of the United States, except for like Canada and Mexico when he's on, you know, on, on the plane with the Spurs when he's playing during the regular season. But this was his first venture uh, overseas, so to speak. So it's cool, you know, for them, for somebody like Malachi to get that experience in and experience something new. You know, you only hope that when he comes back this upcoming season, it's going to translate to him being an even better player, which I, I have no doubt that he will be. But well, it, yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, all those young Spurs are saying that he had, yeah. you know, again, you know, Malachi is not saying anything, you know, revolutionary, yeah. you know, because you have uh, Jeremy Sohan, you know, he spoke in the offseason that he's focusing on his outside shooting. So that good to know that you have Blake Wesley, uh, who said he's learning to control pace more. So all these players are saying the right things. It's just can it now translate into the, the court yeah. when the real game starts. So, um, but yeah, it, 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 nevertheless, whether it's uh, Sohan talking about a shooting or Wesley uh, about his game improvement, Zach Collins in, in the gym too, you know, you like to see all this from the uh, kids. But every every offseason, everybody does this. You know, even LeBron James, you know, veteran he is, he's, you know, spends time in LA and gets ready for uh, the new season. But Joe, you know, but the, here's the thing, though, that I want to uh, keep in mind. I think the biggest kind of factor that I'm going to be looking for is how is Wemby and then his teammates and then the team as a whole going to handle the madness that is Wemby mania, the Wemby <laughs> era. The Wemby effect. Because it's going to be like the Beatles. Every time he goes, it's going to be like the Beatles. The Beatles are arrived. You know, everybody's going to go crazy. Wemby's arrived, whether in, in Mass Square Garden or in Chicago or in or TD Garden. Wherever he is, the, the Spurs and Wimby, they're going to be, you know, front and center. And how they're going to handle that type of uh, focus is going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, it looks like the Spurs are releasing some new Wimby gear here. I uh, just got the email uh, about 44 minutes ago. Did you see that, Jeff? No, no, no. no. What, what you got? Let's go ahead and show here. Uh, let me share the screen. And I also got a notification, uh, I think it was late yesterday, uh, from the San Antonio Spurs that uh, season ticket holders are going to wind up getting uh, first dibs here on the uh, Austin games that they're going to be playing. So look at San Antonio Spurs fans. It looks like you got some new gear coming out. It says the Wembeyama collection. And it looks like they have a plethora of, of new Wemby gear for everything from Wemby. koozies to some kind of throwback uh, t-shirts, you know, looks like from the early 90s, 2000s uh, yeah, era. Yeah, they have pennants, you know, that kind of stuff. Some, not only the jerseys, but they have some uh, 
dry fit shirts, you know, like long sleeve, not, not long sleeve, but short sleeve jerseys. Did you get a, a Wimby jersey? I have not gotten a Wimby jersey yet. I'm kind of holding off. I want to see what the Spurs uh, jerseys are going to look like uh, this season because there's a lot of speculation out there, Jeff, that, yes, that the Fiesta colored jerseys, that uh-huh. has come to an end, but they didn't say that they might not include a little bit of yeah. that Fiesta color and maybe this coming season. So I'm going to wait to see what the Spurs unveil because we still haven't seen the City Edition jerseys yet. They're still kind of keeping a tight wrap on that. But we know that they're going to have a little flair of San Antonio in there somewhere, right? You, they have to, right? For sure, yeah. yeah I think they will. Uh, whether you know, it, it could just switch to the warm-ups. Remember the yeah. school warm-ups? Could be. It could go that route as well, but I like that Wimby stuff, man. That, that's cool. That just is more reason why you know this season is going to be interesting. You know how they're going to handle the, this the whole you know madness that's going to be him. You know, yeah. It, you, do you think you think it? See, that's the thing I don't want it to become as a distraction because <laughs> you know that's going to pop up. Is the Wimby era Wimby effect going to be a distraction for the for the kids? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see if it, in fact, will be a distraction. I don't think it will be, but you just you just never know how things will pan out. But, you know, I wanted to also let you know that the email that I got earlier to, or late yesterday from the Spurs was they sent it out to the Spurs ticket, t- season ticket holders. And they were saying about, hey, we're going to get first dibs on the Austin game starting Thursday. And I forgot yeah. the time. I think it might have been seven o'clock, something like that. But Get this, Jeff. The tickets that they're selling, they come as a package, right? So you go ahead and pay starting $200 to sit in the lower bowl per seat. And it also includes access to like, you know how they have the Spurs Saddles Club? They're going to have something like that in the respective areas that you're sitting in. They're going to have like a little club, a special uh, place where you can go if you're sitting in the lower bowl, where you can go out and and partake in some uh, some special refreshments and kind of one-off things that they're going to be having for for the people that are in that that lower bowl in the areas around the concourse, you know. So depending on where you're sitting, it's going to be named after like Mr. Dale or some of the other uh, sponsors, investors that are part of that Moody Center as well. So I thought that was kind of a not a steep price tag if you think about it, but $200 per seat, Jeff. Is that something you'd pay for? You know, I probably wouldn't, not because I wouldn't don't support the Austin Spurs, but because it's kind of a trek. People think that it's in Austin. They don't play in Austin. They play in Cedar Park, Texas. You have to actually drive past Austin yep. to get to it. And it's like another 40 minutes out-ish. Yeah. So, um, and also, too, um, you know, all eyes are going to be in San Antonio, you know, because of that. I think City Sissoko will likely play in Austin. But here's the also thing too, Joe. The Austin Spurs are going to be playing two games in Laredo, Texas, this upcoming season. Wow! So, so that's two years in a row now that they played out. They're going to play like those home games away from home, kind of like the Spurs play home games away from home, like in Austin. So reverse it. The Austin Spurs are going to play home games in Laredo, Texas, this upcoming season. Here's the thing: and as much as I like that, I really think it's about time that an Austin Spurs game gets played in Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi really supports the Spurs. And I can't recall any time where a game, even a preseason game, was held in Corpus. So I think I can't Corpus, remember. Yeah, I think Corpus should get a game soon. That would be pretty interesting, you know, because there's a lot of uh, Spurs fans up and down the Texas coast, especially in Corpus Christi. And they've never done anything over there. That'd be very yeah. interesting to see, even if it's a scrimmage game. You know, they're so, big supporters of the Spurs. Oh, like, yeah. They're big time Spurs fans. Yeah, that they are, man. It, it'd be interesting to see if they ever do anything like that over there in Corpus Christi. You know, maybe kind of have a one off uh, Selena themed Spurs t shirt well, kind it of sells thing. Itself. It sells itself. Exactly, dude. And then have like, a, you know, maybe some somebody come out, maybe some of the family, you know, and play some Selena songs for the crowd or something, mm-hmm. you know? That would be pretty cool, itself. dude. I would go off yeah. really well. Um, yeah, right. Chris Leha says he got the classic black jersey of for of Wemby for the wife, little dude, and himself. He copped it. Oh, and we had a, a thing here for you as well. Mike Bias, Bear Sound County Social Apparel. He says, Does Hefe Jeff have his caldo 
on a silver platter. <laughs> no, silver bowl. <laughs> oh, man. Don't be giving Mr. Q more money, Joe. <laughs> They're talking who's about Mr. you. Who, who's Mr. Q? They're talking about you, Jeff. Just don't I, don't understand, I don't understand Mr. Q, though. Oh, he's just being silly, man. Oh. What does the Q stand for? I'll tell you later. <laughs> All right, tell me later. Oh, oh, oh! I thought anything goes on YouTube. All right, well, tell me later then. Yeah, he says. Oh, oh, okay, okay, I got it, I got it. <laughs> he says, "Congrats to Laredo." Yeah, congrats to Laredo. And you were also talking about, uh, I guess, the schedule that had been released for the Austin Spurs. You know, as far as you were telling us, you know, those Laredo games. Anything else that was interesting that you saw within that schedule? Yeah, they're going to be doing a uh, an in season tournament. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the, uh, how can I say this, experimental things that the NBA does, they do it at the G League level. Yeah. And um, so the G League is going to continue doing their in-season tournament. It's called the Showcase Cup. So it's so weird. Like this, the Austin Spurs season starts uh, soon, but it's the in-season tournament. Their regular season starts for like a month later. Okay. You know, then they start playing. So that's how they do it in the G League level. And basically what happens is once that Showcase Cup uh, tournament is over, then all the records reset. And everybody's back to being 0-0 when the regular season starts. Yeah, I so got to ask you a question here, Jeff. So if you move back here to San Antonio, the one thing that you're going to have to do at some point in time is maybe if you, have, if you had plates on a car, right? If you had, your, if you had a car and you had, you had New York plates, you're going to come back to San Antonio and got to get your San Antonio plates. Right. You'd have to go and make a pit stop, right, at the mm-hmm. Texas Department of Public Safety. Unfortunately for fans or people who had, a, let's say, any type of scheduling today, you know, or probably maybe within the next day, couple days, there's an outage right now. So what? even though, you know, you have to wait a long time to go ahead and get a license or anything of that nature, get your license renewed, you know how you have to go in and take that picture and you're just waiting there yeah. for hours and hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So boring. You're wasting your, your life, hours of your life away there. Even more insult to injury. So people who went today to, you know, for their scheduled appointments, they were turned away because there's an outage, dude. Like what an ass whip, you know, like you go over there. Nobody wants to go there for one. Then you go there and you get turned away at the door because, hey, we have an outage. There's nothing we can do about what, what, it. What's up with Texas and like things breaking? Like, uh, was it um, the, the the CPS or was the energy? Um, oh, the grid. The grid. The grid collapsing. Every summer, reduce the uh, usage, and or every winter, you know, we're gonna have to. We don't have the heat ready for electricity. Now this, Joe. Does Texas need to get his act together? I think so, and that's one thing you got to consider too, Jeff. You come back here. The grid might not hold up, brother, you know, because no, no, no. two inches never, of snow is too much. To me, that's sunshine. I'm outside in my shorts. I'm like, woo, <laughs> great. Two inches of snow is too much for the grid to handle here, apparently. You know, I live through blizzards. I live through blizzards. Man. San Antonio, you have no idea what a blizzard is. They get a little no, bit I of mean, ice I, here, man. They're done. The city I, closes. I, I remember that I'm at work in New York City. And we got the notice to evacuate the building because the blizzard was about to hit. The blizzard was about to hit. Blizzard about to hit. Everybody leave. Everybody leave. And I didn't leave. I was like, wow, this is a bunch of snow and wind. How bad can it be? So I left right when I exited out. Now, mind you, I'm in, I'm in Third Avenue. This is like kind of in the heart of Manhattan now. Yeah. So I get out of the building. I go step outside. I walk maybe a block, a half a block. You can't breathe. Like, you can't breathe wind. at all. And like everything, like snow is hitting you in the face, and it feels like little daggers, like little daggers just pecking at you. So what I did, I cut through stores. So I went through like a convenience store. I went through one entrance and I went out the other. The next block, I found another entrance and I went through that and went out through like exit the other, just to get to the subway. So if I can live through that, I'm pretty sure I could handle San Antonio, quote unquote, cold. <laughs> it's a different type of cold here in San Antonio because we're not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it probably, it probably, I'll, I'll be outside probably in the sun. Like, woo, this feels good, man. Give myself some, uh, some heat. Yeah, but if there's all that ice and snow here, like if it does ice over this, this, this winter, are you yeah. going to be ordering 
your Uber Eats and you're going to be getting your caldo. Of course I'm going to have to. I mean, who's going to bring it to me? Joe Garcia? No. Where's the, where's the Joe Garcia service? No. We'll probably have, uh, what's his name? Mike Baez bring you some caldo on the silver platter, like he says, or the silver bowl. The silver bowl, yeah. The silver bowl. All hey, right. hey, hey, I heard, uh, heard uh, Cowboys are, are starting this weekend, right? Oh, yeah. They're going to be starting on Sunday. They were saying, too, you had you had suitors over here already, Jeff. They were saying, how come Jeff's not getting us a suite for the for the Saturday game for UTSA, the home opener? Oh, by the way, can I bring that up? Yeah. Are, are, are we jumping off the cliff because they're 0-2? Well, they, they've only lost, really, they've lost, lost one game so far. Okay. UTSA. So they're they lost two in a row. No, they lost the one game. There was their, the okay. season opener against Houston. Uh, they lost that one. So now they have this second game here, which is going to be the home opener here in San Antonio that's going to be happening on Saturday at the Alamo Dome. So that's going to be against Texas State, who just upset Baylor. Um and everybody's like, hey, is Jeff going to wind up getting us a suite? I'm like, I don't know if he is. He shouldn't be. I didn't get an invite, you know? So they're like. No suite. If I don't get a suite, nobody gets a suite. <laughs> they're asking if Jeff, if, is Jeff going to make an appearance at one of the tailgates? I'm like, no, I can't no. speak for Jeff, man. Y'all got to ask him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Won't be there for tailgates. Still making my way back. So I said, there will be signs. Everybody said, Jeff, give us the date. There will be There's signs. Already been a sign. There's already been a sign and Chris Leha saw it. There will be signs. I already saw the first sign. I think they're just waiting for you to. The telltale sign is going to be you on the south side or at Whataburger or taking or at, a picture of Whataburger. Or, or, or at the uh, the military drive uh, uh, drive through, the drive in, the old drive through uh, oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. That's the mission. Oh, I remember that. I remember that with Mario Colossus. Remember when Dewan Blair was playing for the Austin Spurs? Oh, I remember that. It was the worst. He had the worst nickname ever, man. I think it was Sean Elliott gave it to him. And I was like, dude, don't ever say that again. You remember his nickname? I don't. Sean Elliott on live TV one time called Dewan Blair. He says, look, it's Dewan Blair, the dancing Blair, the dancing bear. And I remember the announcer at the time just kind of looked at him like, what? You know, it's like, don't don't say that again, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think that name was. Quickly retired after that. <laughs> I know, right? Well, yo, we can hear my cough. I'm starting up again. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, mm -hmm. thank you for your time, Jeff. Uh, you got anything okay. uh, coming through the pipe here? Uh, maybe within the next day or two, a new episode of Los dropping? Yeah, the new Los is up. Is well, it's pretty available now. So, uh, I'll, I'll be sending it out soon. Uh, we got some more Spurs stuff. It holds you over until the regular season begins, including a chat that I had with Pal Gasol. So, that'll be coming out soon. And just uh, keeping you up with the Spurs uh, latest from the Austin Spurs schedule uh, to Jeremy Sohan pleasing the fifth when it comes to Wimby's new hair look. <laughs> so you get it all there at kensfy.com slash Spurs and check out Locked On Spurs on YouTube. And uh, follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. And Joe, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem, Jeff. I'll talk to you later, man. Thank you yeah, so bye. much. Mm -hmm. yep. bye. So thanks to Jeff Garcia for jumping on for a little bit today. Now go ahead and talk San Antonio uh, Spurs basketball with us. Uh, but before we start bringing the show to a close, I got to go ahead and get some more ad reads here. So we're going to go ahead and have another one done by Serenity Manor. Serenity Manor is an events venue located at 14405 Old Bandera Road across from Flores Country Store, set in a historic building that is over 100 years old. You can have a baby shower, bridal showers, quinceañeras, sweet 16s, corporate events, weddings, there's an indoor and outdoor venue with the dance floor and a sand volleyball court out in the back set under the shade of the trees and there is beautiful lighting in the evenings. Serenity Manor is a very beautiful place that is very family oriented and they have rotating Thursday nights. They have karaoke and game nights. They also have a bar that serves beer, wine and margaritas. So after a concert at Flores Country Store, you can go over diagonal across the street, patty corner, grab a beer, get away from the crowd and check out the beautiful Serenity Manor. All right, so make sure you go and check out Serenity Manor. Their address is 14405 Old Bandera Road in Helotus, Texas. And as we start bringing the show to a close, the last ad read that we have is going to be for JPAR Realty. JPAR Real Estate has been a proud sponsor of ours since day one. 
Check out Cynthia J. Sanchez. Her reviews can't be wrong because all of the people that she sells homes to, they give her five stars and say that she is prompt, that she is understanding, that she communicates well, that she calls back, that she answers questions correctly. And yes, they say that she is good at what she does. If you are in the market to buy a home, sell a home, whether it be a rental property, primary residence, or Airbnb, reach out to Cynthia J. Sanchez from J. Parr Real Estate. Her number is 210-273-0748. She has 16 years of experience in real estate and is a former claims adjuster with USAA. So she knows what she's looking for when she's showing you those pre-owned homes. Give Cynthia J. Sanchez a call at 210-273-0748 for all your real estate needs. Yeah, make sure you do call Cynthia J. Sanchez at J. Parr Realty. Uh, she's great at what she does. So if you're looking to buy a new home or get out of a home and sell that, or even go ahead and purchase maybe a rental property, go ahead and give Cynthia J. Sanchez a call. Her number is 210-273-0748. So that's about all the time we have for today's episode of the Alamo City Sportscast. So we look forward to seeing you boys tomorrow. Stay safe out there. We're out. Peace. Thank you.